0: Welcome to the Coffee with Kara podcast. I am so excited for today's coffee chat, and I feel so honored that you're here to keep time out of your day to join me on this imaginary coffee date. So, without any further ado, grab your favorite drink, maybe a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to another Kara records a podcast in her car episode. Today, I wanted to talk to you about engagement and about our wedding and things that I like that we did and things that I wish we did differently. If there's anything I think we did differently, wish we did differently, I'm just gonna gonna kind of like just talk through my thoughts about this and just kind of reflect back over our engagement process and our wedding day and. Um, there are a few different companies we went with that I really loved and I'm really glad we made these decisions but basically um, Caleb and I were only engaged for three months Um, which is crazy for some people whenever they hear that we were only engaged for three months that we got married so quickly after we got engaged we actually chose our wedding date the day we got engaged because we have not always wanted to get married on January 22nd but something we had talked about for about a year or so before we got engaged Um, mainly because I was living with a friend of mine and in November of 2019 we had to decide how long she and I wanted to renew our lease for And so um, I was like, well, let me talk to Caleb and see when we might be getting married. So he and I had like a chat, like legitimately where I was like, okay, what is the soonest we could see ourselves getting married so I know so that Samantha and I can renew our lease with our apartment complex and not have to like leave early or in the middle of our lease because he and I got married. And one of the things I talked to him about was potentially getting married in January. Because at that time, back in 2019, when the world was normal, um, I thought, you know, getting married quickly, like from then, would be kind of weird, like if we got engaged like right then. That felt too soon for me. I wasn't exactly ready to get engaged yet. And then I was like, so in the spring, we'd be busy with like different spring stuff. like we had stuff going on, or we're going to have stuff going on with like church and school's always busy in the spring, which of course, you know, we ended up schooling from home the rest of the year after spring break last year, all the 2020 things. And then that summer he was supposed to go on a mission trip to New York city with the youth group he works with. He was supposed to do another um, outreach thing with the youth group in June. And so the summer was just gonna be pretty busy with all the stuff that he has with his youth group which sadly again all of that got canceled because of covid but at the time of course we had no idea that covid was going to be a thing and then thinking ahead to the fall of 2020 like that just seemed like a bad time because uh he works football games at our local university with his parents um ice cream company so uh, those saturdays would be kind of hard to play around with football games and stuff like that and then getting back to doing things with me teaching would just be hard and so then winter comes along and then getting married around Christmas time would be kind of difficult because like everybody's busy, busy with Christmas. And then, you know, I didn't wanna in the future have an anniversary that was right around Christmas because I wanted Christmas to kind of have its own celebration, you know? Cause I like love going all out for Christmas, like all of December, like half of November even. So then I was like, January of 2021, that could be a great time for us to get married. And conveniently our anniversary of when we started dating is January 22nd and so then I brought that up to him as like a potential we could get married on this day and we would only have one anniversary to remember ever and he was like well that sounds nice and so we talked about that then and then kind of like kept that in the back of our minds and like didn't really talk about that specific date much Moving forward, like I remember in January twenty second, twenty twenty, thinking like, "Oh, we could be getting married a year from now." But I didn't say that to him, but like in my mind, when we were like celebrating our anniversary, it was like, "That's so crazy, we could be married in a year." And it took me a while to actually get to the point where I was like ready emotionally to get engaged. And um, it actually was COVID that like helped me realize like, "Hey, I wish I could quarantine with him. Uh, we should get married." Hey. <clears throat> anyway, so that's basically our story of like pre-engagement so we kind of knew for a year that we were going to be getting married in january 2021 and we went ring shopping in september of 2020 um a new engagement was coming i was kind of looking at venues some before we got engaged like my instagram ads were constantly like wedding related i like to joke that instagram planned our wedding because i legitimately found our bridesmaids company and our flower company through instagram ads so i mean Ads work I guess if you want to do marketing use Instagram ads and in stories because that's where I was hanging out and um anyway so like I knew like it was like nothing that was like mentally shocking like once we got engaged in October to then turn around and be like okay we're getting married in three months I was prepared everybody else like our extended family who didn't know they were kind of like whoa that's so soon you're getting married in three months but for us it was fine but then once we actually got engaged like all we were doing was wedding planning or rather I guess all I was doing was wedding planning and grading and lesson planning for school and um, it was a really busy three months Really, it was a really busy November because I set a goal for myself to get as much done as possible in November for the wedding. That way I could enjoy Christmas because like I just said, I love celebrating Christmas and I like it having as much attention as possible and I was doing like this heavy scrapbooking project during December for Christmas called December Daily. So I knew I'd be busy with that. So I just set a goal to get everything done in November. And I created a to-do list on this website called note It's also an app that I mainly just used their website and created a master to-do list for those three months that I need to get done. And mainly, like I said, it was all November, a little bit of October when we first got engaged, and then like the first little bit of December had a ton of tasks. And then in January, we had some more like last minute stuff to get done. So, uh, it was a lot (laughs) the first thing we had to do was pick our venue which i already had my heart set on this venue from may like my best friend michaela Is wanting to become a wedding planner and so she knows all the different wedding venues in our area due to working in the wedding industry for the last couple years and so she showed me on Instagram this one venue and I instantly fell in love with it when I saw that it had these two mint doors that you could hang your wedding dress on to take a picture and mint is my favorite color and I was instantly like oh my goodness this is so Kara I have to get married here and Caleb and I actually went and toured the venue A week and a half I think before we got engaged like we had already picked out the ring already bought the ring and so then I was like hey can we go tour this venue that I really like and he knew I'd been looking at it and he was like sure let's do it so we go and we look but due to COVID we weren't sure what the capacity we were gonna be able to have with the venue and our um, the venue owner was being even more conservative than our government because she didn't want the COVID numbers to spike or anything, and then the government to come back and be like, okay, we're lowering capacity of businesses down to whatever percentage they would lower it to. She would rather, you know, good things happen and the government opened it more and then they could raise it more for their capacity rather than her having to be like, hey, you have to uninvite half your guest list, which I really appreciate that. But Caleb and I then had to discuss our guest list size and determine What are we going to do for a guest list? Cause we can't invite everybody. And then if we had gone with a bigger venue that had 50% capacity, it would be more expensive because it's a bigger venue and like, there's just all these different aspects with choosing a venue that we would not have had to deal with if it wasn't for COVID, but it ended up being fine. We decided to go with the venue, um, which normally could host, 250 people like they have about 250 chairs for the venue when the government people came and measured (coughs) at the beginning of the COVID to figure out their like quote-unquote capacity they said 300 people could fit and so then they could get the percentages from that number even though they haven't really had a wedding that was ever that exact size so for us she told us originally to go with about 120 to invite like 120 and expect about 100 people to come. So to be at about 50%. And then over the course of our engagement, the governmental number did go up a bit. And so we ended up having about 125, I think actually come to our wedding-ish. My mom could tell you the exact number cause she knows how many chairs we exactly needed to have that day. My mind was elsewhere beyond chairs that day. So I don't know the exact guest time we had. So Caleb and I decided, because we could only have such a small wedding, that we wanted to live stream the wedding onto Facebook. And we talked about this with my parents quite a bit, and one of my old-time family friends that I've literally been friends with since he and I were babies works at the local university with their live streaming stuff. And so and he had done a couple different weddings, maybe like one or two weddings beforehand. And so my dad was kind of talking with him and he sent my dad a video of one of the weddings that he had done and so we watched that. And he told us like he would give us like this really reasonable deal. He really wanted to help us out. His quality was great, like we really trust him because we know him really well. we know that the work he's done for the university was like great quality and stuff so we ended up hiring him and he gave us like a fantastic rate and like looking back like considering all that he did for our wedding like I am in awe like if you live in the central Texas area and want a wedding videographer contact me and I will like give you his information because he was so great um but anyway um so we decided to live stream the wedding and so his name's zach zach did our wedding live stream he also made our wedding video which you can see on my instagram account um and he did amazing with that and he got us all back to us within a week which is amazing and so with the live streaming we knew then we could have people watch it from home and people come to our wedding in person and so we ended up kind of having three different groups of people we had the people that we were inviting in person that were coming in person we had the people that we were inviting to come in person but were choosing to watch online due to not come wanting to come out because of covid which is totally understandable like i have a friend who is pregnant and didn't want to come because of that and so she and her husband just watched it online and we had other people who were out of town that like could come in or didn't want to come in or we had a friend that actually had covid during our wedding we found out afterwards and so she ended up not coming because of that thank you for staying home but um anyway so we had that group of people and then we had the third group of people which were people that we only invited to come to or only invited to watch the live stream and so we created on shutterfly two separate invitations One that was for people to invite in person that also had all of the like, we understand that there is a pandemic right now. If you feel more comfortable watching from home, here's the link to the live stream. So we had like all that information on those invitations as well as like where the wedding was actually happening. And then we had separate invitations that was just like due to COVID limitations, we were unable to celebrate with everybody that we love, unfortunately, so uh, we are live streaming our wedding. We hope that you will tune in and celebrate with us from home. We love you so much. Thank you for understanding. Basically something like that. Um, And so those invites basically went to extended family that we never really see ever. Um, Those went to our friends that we haven't talked to in years and years. um, But we still love and, you know, would have loved for them to come for us to catch up. But since we hadn't talked to them in a couple of different years, like, it wasn't too difficult to kind of just be like they'll just live stream or for co-workers at work that we're not good friends with but we didn't want to completely leave them out of the celebration so um one of my best friends also got married during covid and they didn't live stream her wedding because she didn't want people or no no no, she did live stream her wedding but they didn't have like a two separate guest list kind of like that they only invited family and then everybody else had a live stream And she was talking to me about, like, well, what if people get their feelings hurt because they're not invited to the wedding and they're only invited to live stream? My stance on this was kind of like, I wish I could invite them, but because of COVID, I can't. So, if they get their feelings hurt, I'm sorry, but we're not that close to friends anyway, so... I haven't heard pushback from anybody being like, why wasn't I invited in person? So that was fine. So anyway, if you're trying to plan a wedding right now during the pandemic, that might be something you could do. So as I'm recording, this it's my dad's birthday. So I'm actually going to pause this and go to BJ's and eat lunch with my family. But I will resume this podcast in like an hour for me and in about 15 seconds for you. Toodaloo. All right, guys, I am back. So, we've talked about live streaming, we've talked about the venue, and how I was definitely kind of already planning our wedding before we actually got engaged. So, a few other things that I wanted to talk about today is just like what I liked about the wedding and the engagement process. So, for our bridal party, we ended up doing four bridesmaids and three groomsmen and we went through the website oh goodness i think it's pronounced azazi azazi if you type in something that sounds like azazi and then like bridesmaids afterwards i promise the website will come up but we went with them i liked that company because they had such variety of colors and i kind of wanted to go for like a narnia kind of like narnia inspired wedding so we were doing like the dark forest greens for our colors with like uh, white flowers and then I knew I wanted to get the girls like brown fake fur shawl things so those were our colors and so I got the dark forest green um bride's dresses from Azazi and they have ones where you're able to like just pick the color for the girls and so then they could go on and get whatever style that they liked. I just gave them the guidelines of I didn't want them to have a slit in the dress and Oh what else? I think there might have been one other thing. Like I didn't want a slit and I wanted it to be out of chiffon and not like satin or something like that. So that's specific material. And so they were able to go on and like order dresses that they liked. And then we were able to get the guys to have ties that matched them exactly. And then they also had face masks that we were able to order for the girls for them to wear during the reception if they wanted to wear those. And so their experience from what they told me was all very positive I actually need to go on and order a dress from them for my friend's wedding so I will soon know what it's like on the buying side of things soon but that's who we went through for that and then we decided to just do an uneven bridal party number because um, we wanted to do my brother and Caleb's brother and then one of his really good guy friends as the groomsmen and then for me I chose to go with my cousin who is who has been kind of like a sister our whole lives and then I went with um, my two friends that named Michaela, I've been friends with one of them since we were seven and the other one I've been friends with since we were 13. I'm still very close with them and so I'm like if we've been friends for over 13 years we're going to be friends forever. And then um, I went with my brother's girlfriend was my fourth one because they're going to get married hopefully soon and so that she'll actually be my sister forever. So I wanted to have a small bridal party with people that I knew for sure that I'd be friends with forever because I've been friends with them for a long time already. Um, And that's kind of just how I narrowed down for my friends and then Caleb wanted to do the same thing and not just ask someone to ask them, but actually pick people who were important to him in his life. So, anyway, it worked out pretty well because I had both of the Michaelas were my maid and matron of honor. And so then his best man just walked out with both of them on his arms. Okay. So that's what we did for bridesmaids, dresses for our flowers. This is one of my favorite things about our wedding. So I discovered the company something borrowed blooms from Instagram, right? So it was another one of those Instagram ads. I'm pretty sure I found out from about Azazi from an Instagram ad as well. But anyway, so something borrowed blooms like a flower bloom. And this company is just, brilliant because you're able to rent all of your like wedding flowers all of them and whatever you want for that day and they ship it to you and you get it about three or so days before the wedding and then you're able to use them all for your wedding use them for decorations whatever and then you return them and it's just so great because flowers are so expensive like cost so much money for flowers And I'm not a huge fan of live flowers anyway because they die or they like wilt, and I wanted them to look well, like look nice in all the pictures. And so I went with the Shelby collection, which is like white magnolia, carnation, other white flowers in the bouquet. And you're actually able to buy the bridal bouquet should you choose to and so I went with that option because I decided I really wanted to keep my bouquet and be able to decorate with it in our new house and so currently I have my bouquet on my dresser and it will never wilt because it's fake flowers and it's just amazing like that um, so that cost $200 for my bouquet and then everything else though was Fairly inexpensive. So, the bride's face bouquets, I think, were about $35 each. And then we were able to get them flower crowns for like less than $10. We were able to get Mia a hair comb. I didn't wear a veil, I just went with a hair comb that had like flowers on it that matched. We got the guys' boutonnieres from them. Our moms got um, corsages from them. We also got a um, garland that had the white magnolias on it, and we used that for the wedding ceremony. Um, on like an arch thing that um, some of our friends had that we just borrowed their arch and um, then we had them move the garland to our table for the reception so we could use it twice because the garland was like $65 and so I was like we are going to use our money's worth out of this garland and then i was also able to rent like lanterns from them to use on our guest book table so i was able to get a really tall lantern with a fake candle in it which was great because uh our venue we weren't allowed to have real candles due to the venue being made out of like entirely wood and they didn't want to fire and all that stuff that makes sense right so anyway, my experience with something borrowed blooms was just amazing. The flowers looked great in the pictures, I don't think you could tell that they're fake flowers at all. And the return process was easy. Um, and they have so many different like collections to pick from too. So it was really easy to find one that would go with our style for our wedding. And they have so many other options too. So if you're getting married and you want a cheap option for your flowers, I recommend this company um it was also really sweet because I was able to buy an $8 toss bouquet um, that was just like white flowers I think it's just generic and um, I was able to use that for a uh, bouquet toss and I didn't do an actual full-on all the single ladies all the single ladies you know with the Beyonce song I didn't do a bouquet toss um, for some reasons I chose not to do that because I didn't have very many friends that were there that were single that were out of high school. Like, So we had some like high school age girls or college age girls right, that were there that were single, or yeah, and a few that had graduated college that were single, but not that many, and our wedding was pretty small to begin with. And I just personally always hated the bouquet toss section of weddings because it made me feel super awkward as a single. So I just didn't want to risk that awkwardness for anybody else, or like you know, to have the teasing of like go on, catch the bouquet, you know, and all from like all the like our parent age people, like kind of prodding their friends and daughters to go catch the bouquet. So, I didn't want to do that. And my closest friends were all already engaged or about to be engaged, you know, or already married, so uh, they wouldn't have been able to really do it. So, anyway, what I decided to do. Was I got the toss bouquet from Something Borrowed Blooms, and in private, I just gave it to my brother's girlfriend, kind of as like a, I hope you're the next one to get engaged. Quote unquote, you have my blessing to marry my brother, but not really quite like that. But it was just like a really sweet moment for us. Um, and I wanted to do that too because when my best friend got married over COVID. Since her wedding was so small, right, like hers was the one that was just family, um, back in July when everything was still kind of crazy with COVID, um, I was the only person at her wedding that was dating someone and not single single and not married and so she just handed me her bouquet right as she was getting into her car. I was like, I hope you're the next one to get married. Blessing. Um, so I wanted to pass that along to my brother's girlfriend and that was fun. I liked that. So other things about the wedding that I really liked. I love our photographer. She did such a great job. Her name is Callie Ring. I highly recommend her. I liked, um, having her, like she called beforehand. We got to do like a pre-consultation thing. She was really fun to work with. Really sweet. And all the pictures that we've gotten back so far have been amazing. Um, from her so definitely loves photographer, but had her picked out too, like from before we were engaged. She actually owns the venue that we used, which was super convenient because she knew all the good spots to set up for that. So, yay! I found my dress at David's Bridal two weeks after we got engaged. Actually, really, that's a lie. I found my dress in January of 2020 when my best friend went wedding dress shopping at David's Bridals. I walked in and saw my dress on the rack and knew that would be the one that I would get married in. And sure enough, when I went back in November, I tried that dress on and instantly was in love like this was the dress for me. I tried on other dresses. Um, I was allowed to try on five dresses with their COVID rules. I'm not sure the logic behind that, but I was happy to be able to try on dresses, so whatever. And I didn't like them nearly as much as this one. So it was just like so perfect for me. It was um, knee like T length, so it hit about my calf, which I liked because I trip easily in long dresses and I didn't want to trip walking down the aisle or a trip dancing and then it kind of like floofed out from my waist and like just kind of poofed with tulle and it had the top layer was like lacy and it had like pearls on it and it like hit my waist really well we got a belt that went with it and the belt was so expensive it was like a $60 sparkly rhinestone belt they probably could have found on Etsy or Amazon for so much less so moral of the story is check the price tag of the accessories that you buy at the bridal store not just buy it because it looks so good with the dress but it looks so good with the dress it was really worth it but man not great way to save money um the top of the dress had like cap sleeves and it had like pearls and lacy there and it had like an illusion neckline. It just had everything that I just like loved and I felt so comfortable in it. Um, I didn't have to get it altered at all which was amazing and so I could save money that way and I ended up deciding not to go with a veil because of how the dress was like a shorter length. Uh, the veil just kind of like got lost with it um, and so I just went with the hair clip from something borrowed Blooms and I'm really glad I made that decision. It was one that I was not expecting because I'd always wanted to wear a veil like forever. I wanted to wear one of the veils like went over my face but then when I was actually planning the wedding I changed my mind. So that's just something like a little note for you like if you've been planning your wedding since you were 14 just know that when you're actually get engaged there might be some things that you thought you always wanted to do that you end up changing your mind on um, that day. I got shoes from the website Cinderella's I think it is what it's called like if you google Cinderella's wedding shoes it'll pop up they were like 14 dollars, and they're like made to like roll up and stick in a clutch to change into from heels i just wore them for the ceremony like they matched my dress line and then um for the reception i wore my mint what are they called they're not converse they're not tom's um goodness I'm totally blanking on the type of shoe I'm not a shoe person at all but they're like my mint canvas not converse shoes whatever those are called um, I'll post the picture of my dress in the show notes if you'd like to see that on my blog totally hop over and see it because I love it so much but yeah so finding my dress was super easy because I already kind of knew what I wanted due to going shopping with my friend in January and thankfully David's Bridal still had that dress when I went 11 months later so yeah as far as our cake goes um caleb's dad used to be a professional chef and he has made a few wedding cakes before and he made my cousin's bridal shower cake i think that was the first one i ever had that he had made anyway so i remember at my cousin's bridal shower thinking and joking with my mom be like even if I don't marry Caleb I want his dad to make my wedding cake because it was so good and thankfully I did end up marrying Caleb and his dad made our wedding cake and it was so so delicious it was Like I think it was just a um, vanilla cake, maybe or maybe the cake was like lemon flavored. And then it had like lemon and blueberry like fruit filling in it. And the icing was amazing. And it was beautifully decorated. Oh my goodness, it was such a good cake. But here we go. Wedding regret number one. Um, that would be that Caleb and I did not get to eat our wedding cake on the day of our wedding. Um, yeah, we totally forgot to eat cake i think he remembered at one point but we were like talking people at the reception so he didn't say anything um i did not remember otherwise i would have been like let me eat cake real quick i will come back and talk to you in a second but when we walked in after taking our pictures like when we walked into the reception we went and we cut cake immediately that way while he and I were eating and there were speeches going on, they could be cutting more cake and getting it ready for everybody to get dessert after the speeches were done. And so we walked in and he and I cut our piece of cake and like did the cute little like serving each other the cake part and so i got a bite of the cake it tasted so good but then i was just so caught up in the reception and like making sure things are moving along pretty quickly that we totally forgot to get cake and we forgot to ask someone to bring us cake while we were eating dinner so let me talk a little bit more about the reception while i'm on that right now so we got married at 6 30 and then our ceremony was over probably about 7 15 or so and we sent everyone upstairs to go to the reception and um we had them take their chairs with them because there's only enough chairs for everybody to have one and so they had to take their chair to the table that they were going to and so Caleb and I as soon as we got married kind of like slipped off into the bridal getting ready room so that people would go upstairs and not stop and like talk so hopefully things would go by faster, which that was nice too, cause then he and I got like a cute little minute for us to just sit in the room and like kiss each other and be like, we're married. It was like super exciting. Um, but anyway, so everyone went upstairs and took their chairs and then we had our friend Aaron announce tables to go get food. So um, we had people eating food while we were taking pictures. That way the guests wouldn't have to wait for a long time before they could eat dinner because we got married at 6:30. People hadn't eaten yet, and you know, we wanted them to be able to eat and not have to just wait around for us. Um, so they were all eating food while we were taking pictures. We took our family shots, took bridal party shots, took a few uh, couple pictures. But by this point, we were both pictured out and just wanted to go eat ourselves and like sit down, and drink water. Um, so uh, we like took another five minutes alone, and then we went upstairs and cut the cake. Ate the cake, like that one little bite of cake, and then went and sat down at our couple's table on this little short, not like a stage thing, but just like a little platform that's slightly elevated. And then the speeches were happening while he and I were eating because we didn't want a bunch of people coming up and talking to us while we were trying to eat because they all would have been done eating and we wanted to have the guests have something to do while we were eating so we were having the speeches happening so we had um, the first Michaela gave her speech then the other Michaela gave her speech and then my brother Kyle gave his speech and I told Kyle I was like okay you got to keep talking until we're done eating and then we're done eating and when you're done with this speech announce that we're gonna do our first dance so Kyle gave a really great speech I loved my brother's speech so much and um, so he spoke for a while we finished eating and then he said now the bride and groom are going to do their first dance and so we went and we danced to michael buble's you've got a friend in me and i loved our first dance we had lots of fun practicing and um figuring out how we went to our spins and we learned how to dip which is cool because i've never really dipped in a dance before so that was fun and then Um, So we did that, and then he and his mom danced. I forgot the name of the dance that they did, but it was really cute and special and sweet. And then my dad and I went last, and we danced to um, The Temptations, my girl. Oh, hey, holy cow. Sorry, um, power lines apparently fell, and they're redirecting the road. So give me a second, because I need to focus on driving here. I mean, that's not good. Huh. Okay, crisis averted. So we danced to The Temptations' of "My Girl," and I've kind of always wanted to do that song uh, with my dad because um, it's played in the movie "Father of the Bride," and we always watch that movie every year on Father's Day, and so I, like associate it with my dad. And we created like a cute little like. Choreographed thing where it was like kind of like couple dancy and kind of like break dance. I don't know. It was really fun to work that out with him. And then after we finished our dance, then the actual reception started, with the, or the dance part of the reception rather, where um, I had created a playlist because we didn't want to pay for a DJ. So I got music and we downloaded it from iTunes and then my dad had this like program that we were able to upload them all to and then I could like blend them together so the songs would go from one song to the next really nicely without having like awkward pauses or anything like when you're just playing from a playlist and so after um, my girl it just started with the September song um forget who that song's by but like the do you remember da 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 the on and on da, da 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 that song so we did that song was our first one and i was like okay this would be like a fun song because then some people will get up and dance and people will be talking and so caleb and i started going around the room and like talking with everybody and like trying to like greet all the people that were still there and be like thanks for coming to the wedding and like take a picture with them if they wanted to you know the whole happy deal and then uh, we had some country songs. We had some line dances in there. It was like a really fun mix. And when it comes to music, I'm kind of a control freak with stuff like that. So I really enjoyed uh, creating the playlist um, and making it exactly how I wanted it to do with the fading and stuff. I was able to cut out half of Footloose because that line dance goes on forever. And um, that way we'd still have a lot of fun doing Footloose but just not get totally exhausted, you know, by the time of the song. Was over. I'm glad I DIYed our reception playlist instead of going with a DJ because I was able to make sure it was all the songs that I liked. I was able to make sure it flowed exactly how I wanted it and put in all the songs. And we had the playlist like exactly like 59 minutes. Like it was going to be exactly an hour. Um, because we had to leave the venue by 10 so that our photographer could take pictures of us leaving. And um, that was really important to us. And so we only had, let's see, we got to the reception at like 8 and we had to leave by 10. So it was really only two hours. And if we got the speeches and everything in there too, and like our dances before the actual dance dance, that didn't give us much time. So it was very much a like to the dot. Um reception in my mind at least, but once we got the music going, I knew it was going to be great. We're going to get through all the songs we wanted to get through and then have time to have people go line up before we had our grand exit. Um, We had our grand exit was Glow Sticks and that was really fun and the pictures turned out great. From that, I did not want to do Sparklers because Uh, sparklers terrify me because when I was about five, one of my friends got burnt by a sparkler on New Year's Eve. And ever since then, I've been very skeptical about them. So I did not want to have to run through a tunnel of sparklers. But I do think those pictures are really pretty. So if you did that for your wedding, not judging you at all, just saying for me, it's kind of traumatizing. So we did glow sticks. Anywho, so our music was so fun. We had a perfect balance of country songs, of upbeat songs, of line dances, of oldies like Dancing Queen and "Staying Alive. Yes, we did "Staying Alive during a pandemic. But it's such a fun song. Um, and one of the things that we threw in there, or I guess I threw in there, Caleb said it was okay, but I totally threw it in there, uh, was the song Breaking Free from High School Musical. And um, that was just something super fun, super original that I wanted to do because one of my best friends and I have loved high school Musical since we were 12 and we love like singing as horribly as possible to Breaking Free. It's just kind of like one of our inside jokes that we've, because there's this video of us fighting over the microphone for Breaking Free uh, doing karaoke in my bedroom when we were 12 and we laugh at ourselves every single time we watch this video because we were recording it on my dad's actual video video camera from like 2008, I guess, it was like 2008, 2009, um, so we decided to do Breaking Free for our wedding, and so I could have a fun little best friend moment with my friends, and we act, it was like so great, so Caleb had all of his guys from his youth group that he works with were there, and some of his other guy friends, they were all like in a group singing and kind of dancing to the song, and then had like me and my girlfriends and like my friends that are still in college and high school, you know, like our age group, like we were all out there on the floor, all singing to this song, all like jumping up and down and dancing. And it was just so much fun. It was like hilarious. All the old people were just like laughing old people. I mean, like, you know, people who are older than Thirty, because you know, it's they were all like kind of laughing at us, and then afterwards we did staying alive because I was like that'll get all of our parents' generation back on the dance floor, and I was able to like very much process through like how I wanted it to flow, and it did flow pretty well with how I was thinking of having like a country song here, and then like you have a line dance because people are already out on the dance floor, and then you like have a, a upbeat song here that I don't like, but that can be my bathroom break time because I need to have a friend come help me go to the bathroom because I'm in a floopy dress, and yeah, so. That was really fun. And then, like I said, the reception ended and then we had our grand exit and got the car and left. There was a little fiasco where we couldn't find Caleb's keys for a little bit for his car, um... We still don't know what happened to those keys. No one took them that we know of, but, um, I think my brother, my brother did decorate the outside of Caleb's car, but he didn't do anything to the inside of the car. So we don't know what happened with the keys there, but we found them. It was all good. Caleb was just a little stressed, um, there at the end of the reception because we couldn't find those. And then the cake thing where we forgot to have someone bring us cake happened. And then besides that though, the wedding day went very smoothly, um, as far as the like, actual prepping goes. Um, that morning, we had a bridal brunch thing. So my bridesmaids came over to my parents' house. My mom was there. Um, one of my mom's best friends was there because they were staying at my parents' house because they're from out of town. And we had like a really beautiful brunch. And we watched this video slideshow my dad had made, which was really sweet. And then I like, gave them their um, fake fur shawl things for our pictures. And it was actually Beautiful day. Like it was probably like in the 60s um, weather wise and like cloudy. So our pictures turned not really good. It was still pretty chilly outside, but not like freezing. I mean, it's Texas in January, so you never know what you're going to get. So I'm, I was really grateful that it wasn't like super, super cold. Like uh, two weeks before the wedding, it was snowing. So that was kind of scary. I mean, I, I guess it was fine because the odds of it snowing two weeks in a row is pretty low. But we did then had a freaking blizzard you know back in February so you never know but anyway so the weather was great we were able to take like pictures outside beforehand with our individual like bridal like I took pictures with my bridesmaids outside he took pictures with the groomsmen outside we took pictures with our families beforehand basically all the pictures we could get done beforehand that were not with Caleb and I together we got done before the wedding that way we could have less time taking pictures after the ceremony so we could go to the reception actually like celebrate with people and then I did my own hair and makeup at the venue um I'm really glad I DIY'd that. Like I thought it might be fun to get someone to do it professionally, but um, I don't know. Like I can braid hair well like, um, I don't know how else to put, yeah, like, I have decent at braiding hair, and I, in high school, would always just watch Kaylee Melissa YouTube videos, and <laughs> learn how to braid my hair from her, and so I think I watched one of her videos about wedding or prom hair or something like that, and then just learned how to do this, like, braid twist thing that was really pretty, and then my best friend curled it, and she did a great job, and so she and I together just made my hair look how I envisioned it. And then I did my own makeup, um, because I use mostly young living makeup. Um, so it's like toxin free and great for your skin. And I didn't want to have like a makeup artist use their stuff on me. I don't really know how that works. I've never had my makeup professionally done either. So I was fine with it. And then, um, yeah, so I was able to get that done with my Savvy Minerals makeup. And my bridesmaids all just did their own hair and makeup, and they all looked beautiful. Um, I remember that day just feeling very excited. I felt peaceful. Um up until the point when I was, like, in my dress and we were, like, taking pictures Then I was just feeling, like, so excited. I could not wait to see Caleb. Like, I really wished we had seen each other that day and, like, done a first look or something. I'm, like, glad we didn't, like, because it was really fun seeing him for the first time walking down the aisle, but it was, like, definitely hard to be patient and waiting for 6 30 to get there so I could walk down the aisle, and so then they had everybody line up because 6.30 finally came, and they all started walking down the aisle, and I remember, like, the doors closing, um, my dad and I were in the bridal room, because the bridal room just, like, opens, and then you have the ceremony room right there, so we're, like, hidden, and then when the door shut, I, like, told dad, I was, like, hey, so we got Caleb's youth guys to be our flower girls, and so you might hear people laughing, and that's, like, what that is, so we didn't tell anyone, so that was super fun, so we had told his youth guys that they could have a part in the wedding, but we didn't tell them what it was going to be. Some of them had figured it out. But so when they all got there that day, Caleb gave them fake flower petals. And they just stuck them in their pockets. And he told them to wear uh, khaki pants and like just a white shirt. And so then, and we told the pianist. The pianist was one of my parents' best friends. And then um, we told the photographer. And one of the one of the Michaela's knew. And that was it. So... They knew... And nobody else knew. Like, our parents didn't know. The rest of the bridal party didn't know. It was great. So, like, the last bridesmaid gets up there, and then the pianist keeps playing the song, and then the guys start walking down the aisle, like, throwing pedals as they go. And they were pretty serious about it. Like, we were expecting them to hammer it up, but they were totally just like serious walking down. The last guy threw the rest of his pedals, like, at Caleb, and that was pretty funny. Um, I saw the video of that and wished I could have seen it in person, but anyway, then I walked down, and it was really really cool because how we had the ceremony set up was I had to walk straight and then I had to turn in order to get, walk down the aisle to see Caleb. So it was like, an L shape kind of, so it wasn't like I opened the doors, I could see Caleb, but then everybody stood up, and I couldn't see him anymore, and that was kind of nice, because then I was able to like look at the people in the audience, and like see who all was there, because when I turned and like saw Caleb, like everybody else disappeared, and he was like the only thing I was like focused on as I was walking down the aisle, and he got his braces off three days before the wedding, and so his smile was like so great, and yeah, and then the wedding happened, the ceremony was a blur, um, I don't really remember it. We um, we had our youth pastor from high school officiate, and that was really special. We were able to have premarital counseling with him over Zoom um, leading up to the wedding. That was super great because he lives out of town. And if it hadn't been for COVID, we wouldn't really have been familiar with the Zoom, you know. So that was something cool that we were able to do because of COVID. So yay, I guess. Um, So he officiated. We had my first college roommate read uh, a scripture passage for us. She read out of Colossians 3. Um, At one point, we had our parents come up and pray over us. At one point, we did worship songs. We sang How Great Thou Art and How Great Is Our God. And kissed at the end. And then we walked out to This Will Be by, like, This will be everlasting love. This will be. do 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 That song. Because it's, like, in my head, the classic Chick Flick song. Like, Caleb had an opinion on everything planning our wedding, except for that. Because it was, like, this has to be our walkout song. Because I just had it in my head, like, kiss and then this will be able to play and it'll be great and um yeah so the pianist played that and he did so good like he's amazing he also did our worship songs and um the music else, as I was walking down the aisle. We had our grandparents walk down to the Dilly Dilly song from the live action Cinderella movie, the lavender do 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 do. That song. And then the bridesmaids and the flower girls walked down to I See the Light from Tangled, and then I walked down to Liz on Top of the World from Pride and Prejudice. So, anywho, Um <laughs> I think that's all the details. I'm sure I left something out. So if you have any other questions about planning a wedding in 3 months or DIYing or like what to do with vendors, like feel free to like let me know. But most of what we did was either like our friends did it or I did it myself or, you know, um except for our photographer was a professional. The videographer is a friend, but he ought to be professional because he's done so much for a local university. The food, we went through a a restaurant that's local um, to get our Italian food. And then, um, yeah, everything else though, we like decorated ourselves, had um, all the friends come help decorate the day before and like get our Narnia and dinner pieces and everything situated how I was envisioning, and, um, yeah, so, anywho, if you have questions, feel free to let me know, I, um, hope you have a great day, um, I never know how to end these podcasts, so, yeah, feel free to comment on the show notes if you have a question or voicemail me on Anchor or you know message me on Instagram if you have any other questions about planning a wedding in three months or planning a wedding during pandemic or just any other planning a wedding engagement newlywed questions in general, feel free to let me know and I'll be more than happy to address those either in a future blog post or in a future podcast episode. I hope you have a fantastic day. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never missed a coffee date and if you would please leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and I will talk to you later. Bye!